All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Hawker Podcast. Uh, shit, we're looking at Christmas now. The year is just whipping on by. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. You're going to have to stay patient with us the next couple of weeks. We are balls deep in hunting season, and believe it or not, cutting three podcasts a week can get kind of tough. So this podcast is brought to you by Josh's friend up in Maryland, Goose Creek Retrievers. Matthew Peel. Matt Peel, if you want a stud dog, Blake said he's going to spend, what, $47,000? Yeah, I think that's budgeted. Maggie passes away in a couple years. Yep. $47,000 on a dog. Yep. The good news is Matt Peel's dogs do not cost that much. You can get a... I can get four. You can get four of those for that. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, Goose Creek Retrievers, if you are in the market for a started dog, a new puppy, whatever it is, Matt Peel can hook you up. And Josh Stoner might just be throwing some bumpers for your dog. You he might know. deliver it. Great facility, great dogs, great person. Really great guy. Really takes pride into it. Knowledgeable. He's a hard worker, too. That's it what does, I appreciate man. about it. Like, he, he knows the game inside and out, and he's just, he's one of the hardest workers. I get I get Snapchats at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, airing dogs, getting them ready for the day. He's uh-huh. just wakes up and he's ready for it. He loves it. He loves Good what job, he does. Matt. He loves what he does. Uh, so, if you're in the market for a new dog, go check him out. Goose Creek Retrievers. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. The boys up there in Washington have got it going on. If you're in the market for what I consider the best duck call in the market in the PCD, message them. They can hook you up. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner, and goose and duck calls make great stocking stuffers. Yes. Mm. They've got something no matter what species you're going after, ducks, geese, uh, lesser specs, snows, whatever, they've got a call for you. So go check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com. Tell them that we sent you, too, by the way. That'd be great. Uh, we're also brought to you by Shin Gear Waders. It is time for you to f- put yourself in some waders that are built better. Oh, just, I mean, 100% built better. Huh. Wearing them on that shoot the other day, felt, you didn't even feel the water. Walking on clouds. Walking on huh. clouds. Walking on clouds. Uh, the boot is the best wader boot that I have ever stuck my foot into. Like a tennis shoe. And I've seen people ask, no, it's not a lacrosse boot. It's not this. It's not that. It's their own. It's its own boot. And waiter pants come with every every pair of waiter uh-huh. orders. So. Those some bitches are very warm. <laughs> they are insulated. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a little cold the other morning, and I did need them after about 20 minutes. Because <laughs> yep. Texas, it gets hot quick. Their waiters are a cut above, and being able to wear them the past couple of mornings, they're nice. So... If you're on the fence like, hey, should I spend this money or not, <clears throat> spend it because they're good. And they've got a hell of a uh, guarantee behind it that they will stand behind their waiters as long as you stand in them. So mm-hmm. something goes wrong, you can send them to them, fix them, and get them right back out to you. That is at shingear.com. We're also brought to you by Steak Plains Meats. Quit going to the store to get a ribeye or two here or there, a pound of hamburger meat here or there. If you've got the freezer space, it makes sense. It's a no-brainer. No sense of making that middleman richer. No, none at all. Uh, with Biden in office right now, hamburger meat, red meat is going through the roof. Blake knows all about that. And <laughs> go to Steak Plains Meats and get get a quarter beef, a half a beef. Fill it up. Fill it up. Buy in bulk. Buy it, you know, have it throughout the year. Support the ranchers. They work their asses off. You know, you have people over, go to the freezer. You already got steak for everybody. Mm-hmm. And get whatever you want. Uh, we've actually got our beef being delivered here in the not-too-distant future. So, Steak Plains Meats out there in Crosbyton, Texas. We're also brought to you by Die Bomb Industries. It is time to get skinny. 
Ooh. No okay. more, no more full bodies. We're we're looking at 2022. If you haven't done it yet, you're behind the game already. Yeah. There's no sense that anybody, whether it's five dozen or fifty dozen, shouldn't have a bag of silhouettes uh-uh. in your arsenal. Dive bomb silhouettes. I told somebody the other day, it's a cheap way of adding bulk to your spread. <laughs> Cheaper than hell. Cheapest I'm, way you can do it. I mean, if you want to add numbers in an eco in an economical way. Dive bomb's the way to go. I mean, it, it, it's a no-brainer. Uh-huh. It's a no-brainer. You get a good hide, good setup, get some numbers good decoys, get the numbers. Mm. Odds are already in your favor uh-huh. before you even start to hunt. Add some socks, get some motion. Oh, I tell you, get those some socks, tall socks if you want to hide in them. Those Built socks it. this morning, Built just a dancing, oh, perfect. God, they just they've they got it, it going on over there. They just key in on it. Filthy, uh-huh. filthy. So if you are. That sounds like you. Head on over to DieBombIndustries.com and uh, get whatever you're needing. Oh, mm-hmm. and not even the decoys. Mm-hmm. The blind bag they got. Oh, their bags oh. and shit. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, you said it the other day. I said, I said I, I, that blind bag is the best bat, blind bag I've ever had. There you go. 100%. Especially if you're unorganized. It's a big <laughs> hole. It's a big <laughs> hole. Just stuff shit in. And it's got pockets if you are organized. If you want to be organized. Yourself. It works for you, too, but them guys that sometimes aren't so much organized, I got, it's a big old <laughs> fucking hole. I got one pocket that's got the wrenches, pliers, WD-40. The other pocket's got some cut shit. You know, if you cut yourself, need a bandage, whatever, it's all organized. If you want to see the two universes that you can, that your blind bag can be in, <laughs> yep. Josh's and Blake's, yep. organized, unorganized, <laughs> just Perfect ask bag. them and they'll send you. Like, yep. No matter if you're, if you're completely organized or completely unorganized or somewhere in the middle... The Dive Bomb Blind Bag yep. is for you. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, all made in America. We've yeah. been shooting raw all season long. I love that for them fucking shells. I love the Ron shells, the nostalgia. I love Boss shells. Good Brand, people. Brandon, Lee. They're good awesome. guys. Dead-killing motherfuckers, too. They really are. Oh, it's yeah, all the- made in America. They're hard workers, uh, pumping out a really good product, paying attention to their brand. Uh, they're not going to sacrifice quality no. for quantity. And 90%, 95% of the guys that come through here day in, day out, shooting yep. that boss, you know, they love it. It's good to see. Me and Andy were hunting the other day. Nice yeah. single barred up one come in. I grabbed a Ron shell, popped her. Going to put her on the wall. Thanks for I need to do that too. I need. I need to. I need to shoot Ron shells. Have some. We put Ron in a bunch of boss shot shells, which she was very excited about. Right. Um, but yeah, they they make a they make a great shotgun shell. It's the best on the market. I mean, it really is. Hands down. Uh, it's a clean burning powder. It's all made in America. It goes straight to your door. There's no middleman. What else can you say? <laughs> Bossshotshells.com. Sh- have it in two days. Supplies are very limited, so you kind of got to get whatever they have when it's available. But uh, BossShotShells.com, if you're wanting copper-plated bismuth, it is a, uh, it's a game changer. Think 10 o'clock every day during the week. They put up whatever they have in stock on the website, so get on it quick. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our morning out here at the Big Honker Lodge every single day. The Dirty Duck Coffee is the only coffee that I can have. That tastes worth a shit. The Missouri Boat Ride. It's how I start my day every single day. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got a nice sweet pecan flavor to it, and you won't be disappointed. Check them out, Dirty Duck Coffee. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck, uh, maker of the best A-frame that's on the market, the Lucky <laughs> Duck 2x4 blind. You can get four grown men, heavy-duty built, uh, grasses up like a champion. 
and the spinners that they make are just it's unparalleled get the waterproof don't think about it go hunt that deep pond if it takes a spill dry it off use it tomorrow it's not a big not a big deal Uh Uh, they also have dog crates out there that are five star crash test rated so you can put fido in the back and don't have to worry about anything that's that got the nice fan kit keep them cool Lucky Duck Premium Decoys. Uh, we're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast. Logan and Rebel. They'll be out here soon, boys. Oh, I love those dickheads. They'll be out here soon. Those dickheads. Salt of the earth people. Uh, if you're interested, all of their bourbon reviews go up on wherever you listen to this podcast for free. Uh, but if you want to listen to their regular episode, you have to donate to their Patreon, uh, the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, and then you'll have full access to whatever they put out. Uh-huh. So go check them out at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Keep your Fido safe with the quick release system, the patented quick release system. And they've also got the field trauma kit, which Stoner got a nasty little cut on his finger the other day. We had to go to the field trauma kit to uh, suture that bad boy up. Got me worked right up. Got it. Oh, got, got it fixed, fixed up. <laughs> Cleaning the deer, do, do, being a being a good Samaritan, slice his finger open, field trauma yeah. kit. And had, it was, it was my okay? fault. It was. I was at the wrong angle. <coughs> Gun dog got me taken care of. Gun dog got you taken care of. Every blind bag needs one. Every truck needs one. You never know when a nasty little cut's going to pop up or just get prepared for the unexpected people. That's all that you can do. That's mm-hmm. a Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, we're also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. You can have that delivered straight to your door. Or if you find it in a liquor store, it's a great tasting whiskey. Goes down smooth. It's what I make my whiskey sours out of. Um, they're having a little bit of trouble finding bottles right now. Thanks a lot uh, for that, Biden. But it is a great tasting whiskey whenever you can find it. Uh, that is at bangtailwhiskey.com. We're also brought to you by Eyesight Drones. It is time to get with it. There, You don't need to be guessing. Call them. They have a LiDAR uh, drone that they can fly over your property they can tell you exactly what you need to do um, if you're wanting to move dirt um, if you're wanting to survey your cattle your fences they can do commercial stuff for uh, these big wind turbines whatever you're needing eyesight drones can uh, come out send Mm. a skilled technician to fly your property or your uh, or your piece of equipment and tell you what you farmer to farmer give it a shot have them run a field See yeah. what see what they can do to help you. It's worth maybe, it. Maybe you're wanting to move some water some way. Right. They can tell you how they can tiles, tell you. tile stuff. If yeah. You want to do this? I don't have that issue. It doesn't rain where I farm, but for those <laughs> of you that do, I'd call them. <laughs> they can tell you what dirt to move where and how That's much. That's right. Yep. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Call Jeff 940-658-3172. You can hunt with myself, Poppy, or Stoner. If or the, Matt. If the day's right. Or Josh. Yeah, yeah. Or Josh. If you're lucky, you will hunt with myself, Poppy, or Stoner. <laughs> no, the other guys are great. We, we, we're just busting their balls. But seriously, uh, we are probably booked up for this year, so we are taking bookings for the 2022-2023 season. 2024, Come on with it. Yeah, the books, books are, are always, always open. open. Shoot some shit. Let's go. Jinx, you owe me a beer. The biggest, the biggest liar out there is the outfitter that posts in March. Books March are open. 1st. I'm not opening books yet. Motherfucker, your books are open all the time. Yes, sir. <laughs> As a matter of fact, your book's probably already full. We're just trying to get more people to call. That's, That's exactly right. right. That's right. That's Which right. is all that we're trying to do because our books are full. But please call us, 940-658-3172. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Enjoy. All right, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, it's just Jeff and I, and we are looking at the history of Christmas, of St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, 
Um, if you have little kids, I don't often give this disclaimer, but if you've got young children that uh, get really excited about Santa Claus and that whole deal, do not listen to this episode with them. Lots of spo- lots of spoilers in here. So uh, we hope that you enjoy it. We hope that you're having a very merry Christmas, and um, you know it's a it's a it's a it's a great time of year. It's a stressful time of year, but we hope that you're enjoying it. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. From all of us over here at the Big Honker Podcast, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Go, Brandon. I mean, fuck Joe Biden. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the Big Honker Podcast with the world famous Andy Shaver. I branded up that intro. You did. Poof. You know, terrible, terrible. The White House come out today and said we need a fourth booster or fourth shot, second booster now. And while they're doing this, Texas A&M had to cancel their football game. Had to or chose to? Chose to because they don't have enough kids to play because most and most of them have been vaccinated. The NFL had to move games to Tuesday. And 99% of the NFL is vaccinated. When do we catch on to these fucking vaccines ain't working? Uh, Stephen A. Smith got it. He said, thank God I was vaccinated. Yeah, that's the dumbest shit ever. You might not have got it if you weren't vaccinated. Mm. I've had COVID twice. You've twice. had COVID twice. I'm pretty sure I had it a second time, too, when everybody mm. around here had it. No, for sure I had it once. I have the antibodies in my system. I may die from it next week. Who knows? If I do, I've had a great life. But I'm not going to run around and wear a fucking mask. And now, count Boston and Chicago is two places I'm not going because you got to have you're supposed to be vaccinated to be in the city. In Chicago, they ought to be giving out fucking bulletproof vests instead of vaccinations is what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. But Mayor Beetlejuice, there, that's one ugly dude right now. That lady mayor, Woo. yeah, not good. But I just don't. I, I don't understand how many boosters people are going to take before they realize, you know, this ain't helping because people that are getting the vaccines are the ones that are getting sick. I don't know. I've not I've not seen any of this uh, language that you're speaking of. Well, that's because you've been hunting all day. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I've not seen that they say if you have a vaccine that you are more likely to get the virus. Well, since all everybody's getting the vaccines, we've got a lot more virus going on. We have more people sick now than we did a year ago. We went backwards. Uh, the Omicron vi- variant, we've had one person die from it, they say from it. We've sure done a whole lot of shutting shit down for one death. How many people do you think this week alone died of the influenza? Or do people even get the influenza anymore? Because you don't hear nothing of it. But more people, there's been one person die of Omicron in this country. One person. And we have shut down shit and people are locked down again because of it. I even saw where Bill Gates has decided to cancel his Christmas plans because of the Omicron. My question is how do they know it's the uh how do they know it's that strain? They don't. They don't have a clue. Biden come out and said it's your patriotic duty to get the shot. Right. That motherfucker, if you're talking about patriotism, he's the last dude I would be following an example of. Who's right. 
I think his uh, I think he's down around thirty percent approval rating. So got to do with his patriotism. He ain't no fucking patriot. He don't give a fuck about America. He cares about China and his wallet, like all the motherfuckers do in Washington D.C. Oh. People want you to take a vaccine, all them politicians, because they all own stock in fucking Moderna and Pfizer. I've been listening. I started the Joe Rogan podcast with, he had a doctor on. He This doctor says that they were working on the vaccine before this ever even broke out. Well, how did that happen then if they didn't even know what was coming? They said it was, they said they were projecting it to be 2025 when all this came out. And it started in 2020. But so, that's why they, that's why they made, um, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and all that stuff. That's why they fought them tooth and nail. They'd been developing this vaccine before they even. So before we even had a a pandemic, we had the, the, they knew it was coming. They had the virus. They had the vaccine in the works is what I've, I'm only about 30 minutes in everybody that um, I've, everybody that I know, a lot of people that I know have said that that's one of the best podcasts that they've ever listened to. So I'm going to have to listen to it. it. It's Dr. Um, I just started it this morning on the way to the field. We have a top 100 podcast in the state of Texas. We are one of the top 100. Peter A. McCullough. But Dr. Joe, Peter A. McCullough. Joe Rogan is the number one podcast out of Texas. In, and I the, recommend people listen to him on that. Uh, does on Joe Rogan seem to, to... Yeah, well, I know. I was just using Texas since the tumbleweed situation. Oh. Um, Texas-sized podcast. Yeah. Do you, I, I consider Joe Rogan a pretty sharp guy. He has, we have some difference of opinions on some things, but he's a smart person. Mm-hmm. I have different difference of opinions on you on a lot of things, and I, and I think you're a smart person. He's a smart guy. He's not going to have someone come on his podcast and talk that's not credible. Well, yeah. He's not getting some whack doctor out there is what I'm saying. He's no, getting no, no, a, no. He's, This guy, he's one of the most, he says he's one of the most peer-reviewed or whatever the fuck that is. Um, he's got his credentials. Right. Line. And here's a guy out who's... Out of Dallas, too, I think. Here's a guy who's telling you that they started working on the vaccine before the pandemic even started, which means it was released on purpose. They, this has been a plan the whole time. Donald Trump fucked up their plan. They right. never expected him to get... Could you imagine if we'd had dinner, uh, Hillary Clinton when all this shit happened? Mm. We would still be locked down. We would all be fucking sitting in our houses wearing a mask, sitting around each other talking. And he also said, I, I've only seen a clip of this. I've not gotten to this part of the podcast, but he said that it, break, it breaks the Nuremberg Code for a doctor to recommend a vaccine. It's illegal. You can't do it. I don't know about the Nuremberg Code, so I can't. Amateur gynecology, we didn't have to take all these classes, right. so I didn't know about all this. There is, there is no doubt that something sinister is going on in the world. And they are selling this shit to the people that watch ABC, NBC, and CBS. If you watch them channels and you don't ever get outside of the box, you're buying into everything they're saying. And, and hey, I was going to get the first shot. I thought, hell yeah, they got this booster. I mean, the shot, it's going to be a good vaccine. Why would you not take it? And luckily, you and Sarecki talked me out of it. And I'm glad I didn't do it now because I'm still a pure blood. I'm trying to find where he talked about the uh, Nuremberg trials. And, and, I don't know the statistics on this, and I don't even know how you would check to see, but I'm going to bet you the statistics of Democrats and Republicans that have the vaccine, I'm going to bet it's pretty close on the same percentage of those who don't. You mean? That uh, do people? not have it. I think there's a 20% of the Democrats are not getting into the vaccine. I think 20% of the Republicans aren't either conservatives. They're bases. Evidently, I know the minorities do not are not buying into this shit. As of December 6th, somebody brought a lawsuit up against Fauci. Gates, Fauci, and Dazak charged with genocide in court fi- filing uh, 
with ties to the Nuremberg trial. So we'll see. The, the, those are, but it's it's a it's so far it is a, is a, it is an interesting uh, episode that Joe put on. I mean, here we are now. This has almost been two years now in our country. This COVID. I, I'm going to be completely honest, and for the people that live in other parts of the country and other in, in other countries that have hunted with us and talking to them, they're living a completely different life than us because we're not living any different than we were in 1998 right now, are we? Uh, hunting's a little tough. No, 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 I'm not talking about hunting. I'm talking about you're going to places. Oh, yeah. Other than the store not having some products that we normally buy, if we want, if we go to the grocery store, there you're not seeing people with masks everywhere. No. If we go to out to eat dinner, we don't even ask about a mask. Our world is different in Texas compared to some other states. Mm-hmm. And when I hear guys, I had a guy come in here the other day from, uh, I think they're from outside of Illinois somewhere. And he's like, God, I couldn't believe it, man. We First time we stopped somewhere in Texas, they went to Walmart to get some stuff. And he goes, nobody was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't a big deal. And then he just, he said, man, y'all are just a whole different world down here. There's not an imaginary, there's not a wall between states. It's an imaginary line. Mm-hmm. There ain't no difference. It's just the way we think and the way our politicians are doing something. Just got to, just got to live, baby. L-I-V-I-N. Keep on a living. Well, and there's a lot of people that aren't living right now. Mm-mm. What do you... Uh, let's talk about Santa Claus for a minute. Tony told me interesting today. He mm. said you had some history on Santa Claus. He said it was pretty interesting, too. I don't know if this is history, but... Um, it's something you read, right? If you have a young child in the car with you, please pause it. Please pause it. Mama's just have, not kissing Santa Claus. If you have a young child, please pause this podcast. I'm begging you. Um, so, I'm assuming that you have paused this if you're still listening and the cat comes out of the bag, well, it's on you. Um, <coughs> so, a long time ago, uh, these people noticed that when reindeer would eat this special mushroom called the Amanita muscaria, it's red and white. I'll pull it up for you. Um, the reindeer would dance and prance and just have a jolly old good time. Uh, so, um, you know, they would, uh, I'll pull it up for you. So that they were drunk? No, they were fucking hallucinating. <clears throat> okay, well they were they were but they were on something then. Yes, they were on the they were on this mushroom and um you know, they dance and prance and you know, they were blitzed basically. And that's where dancer prancer and blitzing comes up with? Could be. Could so, be or not. I fuck I don't know where the You got a damn computer in front of you? Well, I understand that, but I'm trying to tell the story. So they would eat this they would eat this mushroom. It's red and white. They would eat this mushroom. Well, humans would try to eat it, and it was toxic. But what they started observing from the reindeer is reindeer would drink the urine from other reindeer. So these people started drinking the urine of the reindeer, and then they would hallucinate. <laughs> because I guess as, it, as it's passed through the reindeer, it no, it's no longer toxic for humans. So it, eat yellow it snow. It filters it out. Right. Um, <laughs> so the shamans in Russia, they had a lot of snow. So they would put, you know, whatever they would need for these trips in a tote, and they would go in through the chimney. The shamans would. So 
the shaman was where we're getting our present day Santa Claus <coughs> from. And he's instead of bringing gifts, he was bringing hallucinates. He was bringing the Amanita muscaria for these people that would want to. Was it snowed so high that that's what they had to get entered the house through the fire? That's how they would get in. Well, you better hope to hell the fire's out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, Why reindeer love magic mushrooms? I should have pulled this up before. I didn't realize you were going to segue into this so quickly. Um, I find, I, I I find it a, pretty interesting, but the dancer, the prancer, and the blitzing makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think this was it. Uh, da, da, da. So, uh, there was once a time... There was one aspect of Siberian mushroom intoxications reported even in the earliest source that must have seemed singularly shocking to one who encountered it for the first time. Uh, but yeah, basically that's where it is. You know, one thing that I've wondered, so that's where you get flying reindeer, basically. If you were ever, that's one theory as to where you got flying reindeer because they would take this and, you know, they drink the urine of all these people and... Or all this, all these reindeer, and fuck around for a little bit, and they were flying. Um, so, look up the history of Santa Claus while you're doing this. Hold on. Um, I want to talk. The history of Christmas is what always gets me, because there's plenty of evidence in the Bible that Jesus was not born in the winter time. The animals were not in the stable which would indicate that it's not cold outside. And there was also a census being taken. Uh, they said that happened usually around September, which was why Mary and Joseph were going to Bethlehem at the time. Um, to be counted on the census? Yes. So that happened, they think, in the, in the late fall. Or early fall, excuse me. Around, around my birthday, September 20th. Um... The pagans, the theory that I've heard is as Christianity was going through Europe, it ran into pagans. So pagans were a sun-worshiping religion. Everything revolved around the sun. They have a winter solstice celebration. So they would mark the sun and, you know. December 22nd. The days get shorter. The days get shorter. And then about December 21st, we have our winter solstice. The days stop getting shorter. On December 22nd. On December 21st. goes back. No. So it's the 20th. It takes about four days to notice that the days are getting longer. So December 25th. About December 25th, you start realizing that the days are getting longer. The sun is coming back. So. As Christianity started going through Europe, they were meeting these pesky pagans trying to get them on board with Christianity and convert them from paganism. And they said, wait a second. We also have a holiday around December 25th. It's the birth of our son and savior, Jesus Christ. So we're one and the same. You can come over to our tribe. We won't hurt you. So... um, that's another theory on Christmas. Did you know that it was actually illegal to celebrate Christmas in the 1800s in America? 1870, I think, was when uh, Christmas became a holiday. In it was Boston, illegal? Yep. In Boston, you would be arrested if you celebrated Christmas. Look that up. I don't buy that shit. 
Okay. Oops. I didn't mean to do all that. Um, That's, yeah. I, I don't buy that. You don't buy that? No. Okay. Well, Jeff, when Boston banned Christmas... Da, da, da. The 17th century Boston. fifty nine until 1681. That's not 1870. Oh, I, hold on. I think Christmas became a... It may have become a national holiday. A recognized holiday, holiday in, in 1870. Let me look. There's a big difference between 1680 and 1870. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so the 1600s. Yeah. So for 30 years, you would get... Thrown in the clink if you celebrated Christmas in Boston. Um, but I think that had to do with the, it's actually with the you were Puritans. Fined, you weren't thrown in jail. You were fined five sh- shillings. I think that had to do with the Puritans or something that didn't observe probably Christmas. Probably so, because that's probably who was there at that time. And the Christian, which I don't, under, I don't know the difference between. Yeah, there we go. Puritans were in the tradition of the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. Constantly rallied against the Church of England. What a time to be alive. So Christmas was not always, uh, you know, oh, here it is. Christmas was too pagan. Not only was the observ- observation of Christmas left out of biblical text, the date December 25th was a decidedly blasphemous one. Julius uh, I likely picked the date December 25th to hasten the adoption of Christian holiday and uh, now coincided with an already widely celebrated Roman holiday, Saturnalia. A celebration filled with raucous parties. Yeah, so that was another thing I read about Christmas. Um, it was just a time, it was basically like Mardi Gras for these people. Yeah, and it's from reading the rest of that right there, the Puritans hated it because all the poor people would go to the rich people and expect them to give them food and drinks. So much like having a bunch of damn Democrats running around grabbing shit from you. See that right there? Yeah. That's interesting how we have, we have went from Christmas. And then in the... 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, Christmas was about being around loved ones, and then it got so commercialized in the 60s, late 60s and early 70s to we've come to the shithole that it's become now. And I hate to say that about Christmas, but Christmas is so far from what it should be right now. Right. It's all about trying to updo, you know. And you, and you know there's someone listening right now. There's that guy that's ruining his girlfriend right now, and they're in the car listening. And she's got her friend whose boyfriend is buying her way too much shit, and she's going to compare it to the poor fucker that she's riding with right now. Well... I had to give one of our young guides some advice. I cannot wait to hear this. He was so excited. Show me what he bought his significant other. <laughs> Lingerie. That's a gift for himself. I was like, listen, bud. <laughs> I know you're excited about this. Is it this. the one with a really good-looking girlfriend? It was one of the guides with a, with a good-looking girlfriend. Okay, that's why I figured it would be. <laughs> I said, I know you're excited about this. I bought lingerie for Jesse like seven years in a row. It gets worn half a time, maybe for thirty-seven seconds. And it's just, it, it, you know, it's a it's a waste of money. They look at it as like <laughs> Jesus lingerie. Seriously, this is what you got me. All the stuff you could. It, You're gonna get the outcomes the same. Buy her something she's. Maybe the yeah. outcome would be even a little more fun if you bought her something she liked. So, um. So did he still? Is he still giving it to her? Oh, of course. He's not. I mean, you know, they're just dating at this point. You know, they're not getting married or anything. So, you know, buy the lingerie and ride it for all it's worth. But. That's funny because at for the employees we have right here, that's one side of the spectrum. The other side of the spectrum is a guy that works here that's a little older told me today he was getting his robe 
<laughs> oh, really? Nothing see-through, just a robe. Just a robe. He was a practical gift. The social ban on Christmas didn't really wane even as non-Puritans immigrated to Boston. Schools were officially open on Christmas Day as late as 1870. There you go. With harsh punishments for kids who skipped out. So I was partly right. No, you said it was illegal. Well, they didn't celebrate it until the 18, until 1870. In 1870, Ulysses S. Grant was the first president to declare Christmas a national holiday. So when you watch an old bonanza from back in the day, and it shows them singing Christmas songs from the 1850s, it's probably, probably not happening. probably weren't doing that. Yeah, I wonder when all the Christmas... You know, most of the Christmas songs are also wrote by one man. <clears throat> like, Santa Claus is coming to town, uh, Rudolph oh. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All, one guy wrote all those things. Boy, what a smart guy. He sat down one day and said, you know, I'm going to come rich. I'm going to write some Christmas songs. You know what the number one Christmas song is? Uh, Mariah Carey, yes. All I Want for Christmas. Did we talk about this on the show already? No. She has made millions of dollars on that and did not want to do the song. Really? Yeah. I think someone. I think she's made $37 million off that one song or something. I read about it the other day. She was dating either Terry Jam or Terry Flower. I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy that produced all of Janet Jackson's music, and that's who she was marrying. She was dating at the time, I guess. And he... He came up with that. American Rocker, all went for Christmas royalties right there. And that's and he came up that. Sixty million or she makes six hundred thousand to one million every year. Wow. Every December. Can you imagine? That's like, a hell of a just, paycheck. Just that's, knowing, like, all right, I'm a little broke. Yep. And we're gonna need December to get here so I can make a little bit of coin. Tommy Matola, maybe is who wrote it. Anyways, that song makes her a million dollars better than Bobby Benilla's contract with the fucking Mets. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's weird that we celebrate Christmas. Why do you say it's weird? Well, I mean, just whenever you think about it, like. The birth of Jesus is a really great thing. We just happen to do it at a different time. But we don't even know when the birth of Jesus was. I I understand that, but that's what we're celebrating is the birth of Jesus. That's what it's about. So let's say he was born on March third. It don't matter. But do you think that? Um, do you think that there could be any merit to um, trying to convert pagans and creating a holiday? Have you ever been in a room and you told a secret, and by the time it gets to the other side of the room, it's completely different than what it was said? So yeah, I don't. I that don't put that past that at all. I'm just saying the actual the concept of celebrating Jesus Christ's birthday is a wonderful thing. I don't think there's anybody that should be against that. Now, do I think that they lied to do something? We're talking about preachers. You know my thoughts on preachers, don't you? You know, I, not not preachers, but I mean people that were preachers. people that were. They looked at the pagans as like these crazy people. They worship the sun. Look at them. No, I, no, I understand. We it. can well, dupe them, maybe. Yeah, preachers. So, is Christmas a Christian holiday? Yes. The concept of believing is it, in Jesus Christ and the birth of Him. Yes, all the 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 commercialized. Commercialization of it? No. Whoever came up with buying gifts yeah. was a hell of a salesperson. Well, it was kind of like Halloween. Whoever came up with that idea. Oof. The you candy know, company. You know there's more There's more Halloween decorations sold than Christmas decorations? Really? You drive around our town right now. Yeah, that would. I was going to say there's probably more houses decorated for Halloween than Christmas, but there probably isn't. But it's, not, it's pretty close. Origin of Christmas. I don't know. And I, and I feel like I feel like a... A dirty Christian for saying that, for saying these things. Well, you're a good Christian. Well, I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, you sign checks at your church. You're a good guy. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's. I feel dirty almost for talking about it. Well, I don't think Jesus in the manger 
expects us to be what we've got with what we've come to. I mean, you look in our hunting lodge right now. We have a Christmas tree with bulbs, lights, candy canes on them. We have garland across the deal. We've got stockings hung. And, I mean, that has nothing to do with what we're doing. It has nothing to do with Jesus at all. Many people rejoice during the winter solstice when the worst of winter was behind them. Fuck, I hope the worst. God, we're in big trouble, We're fucked. In Scandinavia, the Norse celebrated Yule from December 21st, the winter solstice, through January in recognition of the return of the sun. Fathers and sons would bring home large logs with the Yule log. So that's how that happened. Saturnalia in Rome, where winters were not as harsh as the ones far north, Saturnalia holiday in honor of Saturn, the god of agriculture, was celebrated beginning in the week leading up to the winter solstice. So do you think we'll have Christmas in 100 years? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. In the early years of Christianity, Easter was the main holiday. The birth of Jesus was not celebrated. In the 4th century, church officials decided to institute the birth of Jesus as a holiday. Unfortunately, the Bible does not mention the birth date. A fact Puritans later pointed out in order to deny the legitimacy of the celebration. Although some evidence suggests that his birth may have occurred in the spring where the shepherds would be herding. Why would the shepherds be herding in the middle of winter? Pope Julius I chose December 25th. Well, and it says right there, too, it is commonly in the middle of winter. Pope, he chose that because it was going to absorb the traditions of the pagan Saturnalia Festival. So they were having their festival of the Harvest Festival, which we, we would have nowadays in... Not the Harvest Festival. That's what the Saturnalia was, I said a minute oh, ago. Oh, because the winters weren't as harsh. I, I so guess. So they were getting well, crops it, and stuff. They were out. in the south, too. They were in the southern part Rome. of Italy. So I don't know I don't know what the weather's like there, but I'm assuming it's like Florida. You know, Florida in October, November, and December is not bad. Right. Or January. Yeah. I don't know. I just always... You know, feel a little dirty whenever these topics come up because it is a, you know, it's a holiday about Jesus, but was it really? Yeah, I don't know. I Was it just a big ruse to get these people to convert to Christianity? Probably so. Is a preacher selling his goods. Now, if he's selling Christianity and saving their souls, it's a great thing. If he was saving it to try to put more money in the plot, pot every week. So here's your answer. Washington Irvin reinvents Christmas in America. It wasn't until the 19th century that Americans began to embrace Christmas. They reinvented Christmas and changed it from raucous carnival holidays and a family-centered day of peace and nostalgia. But what about in the 1800s piqued the interest of the holiday? Plus, people became more... Up until that time, people were mostly migrants anyways. They were There wasn't a lot of live this is my home i'm gonna live here forever in my neighborhood and i'm gonna do this people bounced back and forth and there was people you know going west to chase this or that there wasn't a lot of stability in the world in america yes and so you started seeing more of that in the mid 1800s where people towns would grow and there would become focal points of a deal you know it wasn't just like we're going to chase the buffalo or the gold rush or right actually towns became towns and you know there become a, a solid lock of, of things whether it be a a railroad or whatever it was then. Family was becoming less disciplined and more sensitive to emotional needs of children during the early 1800s. So it was it was a uh, we like like you said we kind of got civilized as a country yes. and we could start we could start taking care of our children a little bit more, spoiling them a little bit, give them a little piece of candy instead of coal. 
It wasn't you. You didn't have kids to be working around the house. You had kids because right. you went to family. Now they also did a lot of work around the farms and stuff till the late nineteen hundreds. But the legend of Santa Claus can be traced back to a name named a monk named Saint Nicholas. Me and me and your sons talked about this in the hot tub last night. So Saint Nicholas, we talked about all that last night. They didn't know who Chris Kringle was, and I said he's got a lot of he's got a lot of names. He does, and um, we talked about Saint Nicholas, and it's uh, and then Santa Claus was short for Santa Claus. And someone decided one day that they owned a toy factory, and they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start selling Christmas toys at Christmas every year, so we're going to come up with Santa Claus, and that's how that all started. I did not know that Twas the Night Before Christmas was written in 1881. No, I'm trying to sit. In 1822, an Episcopal minister, Clement Clark Moore, wrote a Christmas poem called An Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas. More popularly known today by its first line, "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse." Each year, thirty to thirty-five million real Christmas trees are sold. Um, what, in your opinion, have we talked about? The, have we talked about the best Christmas movie? It's got to be Christmas Vacation. I would hard to disagree with you that it used to be for me a Christmas story, but I've got sick and tired of it being on twenty-four-seven. Yeah, I think we it. did. I think yeah, we, did we talk talked about, about this. it. But in the Middle Ages, Christmas was more like Mardi Gras. Christmas was canceled, outlawed in Boston. Christmas was declared. Ba, 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 ba. Eggnog was first consumed by Captain John Smith. You know, it's pretty funny. I just read that we were at this. We were. I went to, I went to the store with mom the other day, and there's a new milk company that's somewhere out of the panhandle and they sell glass bottles of milk have you seen them yet they have them in um, i think i have yeah jesse jesse's a sucker for that mom buys that shit too it's milk in a glass bottle she she thinks it's going to taste any different it's fucking milk in a glass (laughs) bottle you're paying four dollars more for it it's milk in a glass bottle she uh and it's less milk mom got mom bought some the other day and they have pumpkin spice milk which does not sound good to me at all i like pumpkin spice. if you were if if you were a coffee drinker and you like the pumpkin spice or you were making a pumpkin spice cake i could see where you'd do that they also have eggnog oh i like eggnog they have eggnog milk now that would be good maybe i started to buy some and i didn't i'm gonna stop and get some tonight because we're going to town tonight again and i'm gonna bring some that way we'll have the christmas if you want it we bought some regular eggnog which i like regular eggnog has to have nutmeg in it though Rudolph was invented in 1939. So there was no Rudolph before, <laughs> before 1939. 1939. <laughs> so I guess all those dancers, dancers, dancer, dancers, prancer, and all them is bullshit. It's all, I. It just goes to show you like how much trust your kids have in you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up, right there. The wow. Salvation Army has been sending Santa Claus-clad donation collectors in the streets since the 1890s. One day, the Starvation Army is like, how in the hell can we make some more money? And they said, we'll put some we'll fucker put ringing right a there. fucking bell in front of every Walmart in America. Mm-hmm. And look what they do now. Yeah, but it just goes to show you the trust that your kids have in you. Because it's a wild story. He's going to go all around the world in one night, stopping at every house of every boy and girl. And you know, we don't have chimneys here in the South, so that was always a big stumbling block for Reese. So... Just because he's a thinker. Yeah, he's like, How, we don't have a chimney, Dad. Like, we got a fireplace, but there's no chimney. And I'm just like, eh, well, he's magic. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We have a key that Mom got you guys when she was little, <laughs> and it was a magic Santa Claus key. You see that picture right there on the H-Vault? Yeah. That was a show called, God Almighty, what was the name of that show? Brian Keith or Brian Denny was the dad on it. And that little kid, and it was a, it was a show 
God, what was her freaking names? Show set in the '60s in New York. It was like a single dad. He was an attorney, and that's that, that, that's what that picture's from. And I think that kid is Mickey Rooney, maybe. Really? I think I can't remember the whole story on it. But it is such a good time for kids, and then they get jaded like me in their adult life. But I mean, we've got this elf on the shelf, and you know, we move that every day, and the kids go looking for it, and then you know, that's magic. Sure, it's, it's imagine, a lot of fun. Imagine when that's over for them. There's nothing yeah. else left anymore. When I was that age, we had Santa Claus. To your fifth or sixth grade is before you started really getting. Mm-hmm. You weren't quite sure. If a kid watches TV now, he can catch on pretty quick because they. We were watching something. What was it? Well, well, fuck, we were watching Four Christmases. Oh, yeah. And he's like, nah, I think Santa's gift's going to be right around the $10 range. And that kid's like, there's no Santa Claus. And I'm like, Reese, there is. That kid just, he's, you know, he's not getting anything for Christmas because he doesn't believe. But oh, see, okay, Dad. So we don't watch that show anymore. No. But, well, I can't believe you let me watch it. Google me, bitch. That's, That's a fun show. For you? For me. That's the like holidays about, are it's about like buying lingerie. Right yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're watch you. four Christmases for me. I don't think there's a. I kids today get ruined on everything from the from from the tooth fairy to Easter Bunny. That was all magical when I was little. Right. I remember one Christmas, my grandparents came from Kansas City to stay with us. And we had we were out for Christmas break, of course, and my mom was at work and my dad was at the fire station, and we had to go to babysitter. I was probably in second grade, and I still remember this day. We pulled up in our house, and my grandparents' car was there, and I was so excited. I love my grandpa, Cordy. Man, couldn't wait to see him. And we went in the house, and the tree was full of gifts. Mm-hmm. My grandparents had bought us all kinds of stuff, and the trees were full of stuff. And I was, I was like, man, this is awesome, you know. And that night, we went to sleep. Well, we had a toy room, which was kind of like the where me and Tony, my grandparents would sleep. And me and Tony shared a room, but we had a toy room. We slept in the same room, but we had a room that we right. played in and shit. And me, they priorities, made a, yeah, made a pallet. Well, we had it was full of toys. It was a fun room. But anyways, we had a pallet in the floor in there, and that's where me and Tony slept that night. But I remember that night hearing a noise on the roof. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's Santa Claus." That's him. That's him. He's coming and down it, the roof. And, and it snowed that night, so we had a white oh, Christmas, wow. which was very rare very for us. Rare. We didn't have very many of them, but. Went outside that, I mean, or that night, I remember that. And to this mm-hmm. day, I still remembered it. And it was the coolest thing ever because I thought Santa Claus was, I heard him on my roof. Right. And they did the same thing back then. Now you can check it on your phone and see the Santa tracker yeah, the Santa and shit. Tracker. But it would come on the news at 10 o'clock at night. And that's the first thing they'd do is we talked to NORAD and they'd show the radar and they'd some freaking fucked up looking cloud looking thing and that'd be Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But it was so cool and so great. And, Man, I'm going to tell you right now, the, the late 60s and early 70s was a great time to be a kid growing up because there was enough technology that it was really cool and interesting, but there right. wasn't enough to ruin it. Right. And kids today just don't have any of that going on. So this is the census uh, that the Romans had. I don't know. We don't have to get into that. There's a lot to read. And I don't really – I'm not brushed up on it. All, all I know is that there was a census, which was why they were – <clears throat> going there, going to Bethlehem. Not where did we say Jesus was born? One day with Jerusalem. It was Jerusalem. Bethlehem. We yeah, both we knew that. We just, that yeah. I told a guy the other day. Called me on the phone. Was talking to me about some stuff. And he got going on the podcast. And he was pointing out all the things where he had been wrong on, which was very nice of him. I appreciate you taking time. And I does told, he have a list? Like, does he write it down? Well, like I, he time? must have. He's got like four in this episode. And, so, and I told the guy. I said, 
you know we 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 do everything off the cuff. We don't we don't have a we don't even have a syllabus wrote out or a right a time stamp or a I can't even think of the word I'm looking for. We just talk about stuff, and it's easy to get confused. We both know that freaking Jesus was not born. <laughs> Did, was that Jerusalem. one of his things? Yes, because we corrected it like on I, the next podcast. Yeah, but it didn't matter. Oh, it didn't matter. But, but, but I have calls like this all the time over stuff that just yeah we mess up sometimes. We do. I mean, and if you'd have called me the last three days with no wind and a full moon and 80 degrees, you'd have known I've really been frustrated and flustered because we've had the worst three days of hunting in December that I could ever remember. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating, but we're, we're busy and we're going and going and going, but I don't have time to write down a, a timestamp of everything we're going to talk about on the podcast. We don't write nothing down. Right. We just I told Andy before we got on here, because we're going to talk a little bit about Santa Claus because – Andy was giving Tony some education this morning. Tony well, said it was pretty interesting. Tony's first thing you didn't find it as interesting as Tony did. He's easily uh, he's easily entertained. He said first thing he said was reindeer are one of the only mammals that sees on the UV spectrum. And I was like, well, if you drink reindeer urine after they've eaten a mushroom, you can get you can go on a trip and you can see the reindeers fly and then the shaman going down the down the chimney. So was the shaman in Russia? Uh, were they going to be? I'm assuming there's closely this, this the the people that live on um, Kamchatka or whatever it is on that far far eastern side of Russia, are they a lot like our Eskimos? Uh, no, I think they're Russians. Jeff. Well, I understand that, but the land bridge they said the people came from there over to America. Oh right. And I'm just at, I wonder if that's the same. If I wonder if Russia has their own sort of Inuits, Eskimos, whatever the hell you want to call them. Mm, that I don't know. The and the story of Santa Claus is not the creation of Coca Cola nor Saint Nicholas or a children's story. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you could tell me the name of the guy who wrote the, who painted the Santa Claus. Can't do the it. Famous one. I can barely Sunblum remember his name last right name. now. Sunblum. The the Coca Cola Santa Claus is the most famous Santa Claus there is. Really? Yes. Hundreds of years ago, it was found. Solstice ceremony. So there he is. And that's there, the mushroom. There, there's the shaman. No, that's fat ass Blake Poppy. Wearing red and white. That's that deer slayer. Blake has killed more deer with his Chevy than he has his bow and arrow this year. <laughs> now here's what's nasty. So after the shaman had ingested the mushroom or drunk the urine of reindeer, the hallucinations and reactions of the Amanita began. But I think I think for you to get high, I think you have to drink the shaman's piss. Huh? I think so. I think he has to ingest the the Amanita muscaria, and I think he has to pee, and then you got to drink his pee for you to get high. (laughs) People and their drugs, man. I'm telling you what. Legend says that during their trips, the shaman would manage to see the future of the community. Blah, 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 blah. Of course. All of them say that. I think the old shaman guy is about like the old Catholic priest that was banging all the ladies in there, so they made him quit getting married. Yeah. That guy, he was just make, telling people to do all kinds of shit, so someone's drinking his piss. Drink my piss, lady. Another similarity to Christmas. Hole of the roof. It sounds to me like this, This uh, what do you call this mushroom? Amanita muscaria. That ain't much difference than the people that's doing the, is it the Wahiska? What is it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, yeah. Yeah. What's that say? He was chased by a demon with an eight-legged horse. Well, you don't want to do that. Look at Tony all, sl- all slicked up. Tony's going to go try to get his pee-pee wet. With time, Christianity related the Christmas to the 4th century Turkish bishops. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's an interesting, it's interesting that, that 
through the years we've gotten this this holiday, mm-hmm. and now it's perverted into how many gifts can you give me? And if it's lingerie, and is it lingerie? So do you think a woman when she unwraps lingerie, she's thinking this ain't fucking much of a it's gift? Fucking well, now I got to dress up. You got to I got to go put it dress up in a costume. Yeah, probably so. How much How much Santa Claus lingerie you think they've sold? Why would you get Santa Claus? Lingerie? You ain't never seen the red lady? No, with the white curl. Oh yeah, that looks silly. So that's a bad gift for your mom. Yeah, that's silly. Damn it! But they sell a lot of that. Really? Yes. Huh? Well, they wouldn't sell it if they didn't sell a lot of it. The origins of Santa can be traced back to Siberian and European North. Um. Who knows? Who cares? Nobody cares. But it's interesting. It is, and we covered some Santa Claus stuff and some Christmas. And you can turn you can turn it back on. We'll we'll stop we'll stop ruining the holiday. Um, but it is. I mean, it's supposed to be a time. Now we've kind of like blended it. We've kind of got like the drunkenness and the family time now. I'm mean, almost back to the way that they first celebrated Christmas in the 1600s or whatever. Well, I'm going to tell you. That my advice for people on Christmas to the young guys that are listening to this is, first of all, I think you're cheesy if you buy your wife an engagement ring for Christmas. I think you're just getting out of giving her a gift. And I think later down the road she's going to realize this. So, Jesse hadn't. That's when we got engaged, Jeff. Well, she. Well, I hope she don't listen to this and know what a tight ass you were for not buying her a gift. <laughs> Fucking most expensive Christmas present she's ever gotten. I know, and it was sorry because you should have bought her another gift. Ah. So... Don't buy lingerie engagement rings. Go with the standard thing. Get her something from Tiffany's. Every woman loves something in a Tiffany box, no matter what it is. I did not do that this year. I have a tough time around Christmas because I always think about the poor little shits that didn't get anything. You do? Yeah. That's surprising. I really do. I, I I don't enjoy Christmas at all, really. I have... I have. I really, I really don't. And the older that I get, I really don't enjoy Christmas. And I got kids now, and it, it just Christmas. I, I don't like it. I have overextended my gratis this Christmas on a couple of people that were needy. I don't know if they were needy. That I just thought they could use some help, so I've helped some people. Um, I, I, I. Something struck me a couple of years ago, and I, and I still think about this: is that Santa Claus. There should be a rule on Santa Claus for your kids. If your kids go to school, a mixed school, when I say mixed school, I'm talking about poor and rich people. If you go to if your kids go to school with all upper class or upper middle class kids, get them whatever the hell you want for fucking Santa Claus. If he wants to send them to St. Thomas, then do it because right. everybody else can afford that same shit. But if your kid's in class with a bunch of other kids whose parents don't have nothing and they're on a fixed income, try to make Santa Claus more of a normal gift and then you buy them something special from you so they don't, so another little kid don't think he did something wrong. You yeah. know, Johnny got an Xbox and I got a pair of socks. Right. And and that's touched on me a lot lately. Well, and it's just, it's not fair to my kids to have to, you know, miss out on something just because there are kids that are less fortunate because my kids are less fortunate than the fucking Trump kids or something. So, you know, I mean, if, if, you're, if we're comparing ourselves... Well, that's what I'm saying with Santa, though. But if no, you, I understand. If you and Jesse bought them something normal from Santa, because in, in their classes, your kids are probably on the upper end in your in your kids' classrooms. Right. So your kids are going to have a better Christmas than probably any kid in their class is or close to it. 
because y'all can afford more. But if you bought your kids something normal for Santa Claus and then bought them something nice from you, they wouldn't yeah. go back to school and say, well, Santa Claus bought me a, a new iPhone. Right. Or whatever it is. And I, and I feel sorry for people like that. One, uh, Holidays have to be the most stressful time for – it's stressful for everybody, but, I mean, really, if you're pinching pennies. I came to work the other day, and someone that worked for us was pretty stressed out. Yeah. And I asked what's going on, and it was what you just exactly talked about. Yeah. And keeping up with the Joneses. And I said, what, 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 what's, what's, what's the issue? What's the problem? How can I help you? You know? And it's sad that the biggest help for anyone is money. Uh -huh. That's the problem with everybody. Or not everybody, but that's the majority of problems for people. And then, and then you've got the problem where, well, money just don't fix everything. You know, you, right. there, there's somebody out there right now who thinks he can just buy <laughs> happiness for everyone around him. Mm -hmm. Well, I was a shitty dad all year long, so I'm going to buy you a brand new Porsche. <laughs> you know, well, buying someone a brand new Porsche is not right. going to answer you being a shitty dad. Right. You know. It might make them happy on Christmas yeah. Day. You know. They're going to be happy with you until New Year's. You got three side chicks that are pissed off, <clears> your <throat> wife and your girlfriend. Well, right. you know, money's not going to fix all them problems. But I, f I feel so sorry for people that are genuinely good, good people that just are down on their luck. And, and let's face it, if you get in that, in that rut, it's hard to get out of that rut if you don't have a means of, of some help or something. There are people out there that have nobody to help them. Yeah. I mean, nobody. They don't have family people, members. I'd say. And that's horrible. Like, I got Tony to help me. Tony can't even help himself. Tony is all dolled up. His shirt has been ironed. Mm. He's wearing shorts. <clears throat> to go to a Christmas thing. In the Metroplex, and he's looking for something. What are you looking for, Tony? Condoms. What? Your vest. Your vest look doesn't go with Look behind the that. table. I mean, look behind the sofa. Or the, uh, look behind where Ollie's at. He's going to look like a dickhead. Don't put his... Surely that's going to go with another outfit. <laughs> Could you imagine him You wearing, wearing a vest? vest with that? No. Okay. Good. That'll look fine. Your shin gear deal? Yeah, you, it would, look, look, it would not look good. You've lost seven or eight pounds this month, haven't you? Uh, you have. You look good. I was giving you a compliment. <laughs> well, there are some out. Some of them girls you hang out with. Gabriel's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Well, this is going to be our only podcast for the rest of the week until after Christmas. And we wish We're everyone two this week. Yep. And we wish everyone two a, and the pick 'em. Yep. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, God bless y'all. I know that uh, most everybody out there's got a lot to be thankful for. We just have sometimes got to look further to find it. Yeah, because you're listening to this on a fucking smartphone. <laughs> yeah. At the at the very minimum, you're listen you're, you're listening to it on an Android or an Apple or your TV or you're or you're watching it over fucking magic a flat screen. Yeah, 60 inch TV or 70 inch yeah. TV. Like we're up on your TV. We're up on your wall right now, and you're watching us on YouTube. And we so. know because we get pictures all the time of people. Somebody had a very nice living room the other day they had with the rock fireplace, yeah. and, and they sent me a picture and said, I'm watching y'all on the big screen. What's bad is when I bought these cameras, I was expecting people to watch it like I did on my phone. I never expected people to cast us on a 60 inch television. So, um, Better cameras are in the future for somebody was watching this at a bar about a month ago. They sent me a picture at really? their local bar. Wow. They were listening to us on their bar. That's pretty cool. I thought, yeah, that is fucking pretty cool. Getting drunk and drinks on the house. If you do that, you're gonna pay for it. You gonna Venmo? Or no, what? no, no, no. I'm just saying drinks on the house. Oh. Somebody else will pay for it. Oh, I thought you were gonna Venmo these people. If they turned turned us on in a bar, you'd Venmo them. Somebody round send, of drinks. Somebody send me some pictures of, at a bar, and you listen to it, and I'll send you a bottle of hooch. 
No, like it's got to be broadcasting in the entire bar. Yeah. Like you can't just like have it on your yeah. phone over there in the corner. You got us at B Dubs. Yeah. We'll be very fucking. I'll be impressed right there. Order around and and we'll uh, Jeff will buy you a round of drinks. How about that? How big a round are we talking here? Oh well, shit, Jeff! I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, God bless you. Uh, Don't forget about the real reason. I mean, it sounds cliche, but, you know. Jesus is the reason. Well, and I mean, just enjoy your family. It's been a hell of a two years. Mm. I mean, with the fucking pandemic, and we're still in the middle of this shit, and we're locked down, and last year we were away from our families. Um, I didn't go to I didn't go to any of my grandparents' stuff last year on either side, Jesse's or mine. We everybody was afraid of what this shit was, and you mean Nana and them weren't at our deal. I didn't go to Rochester, and we did not do anything with her family in Vernon. Everybody, oh, our family. Well, did. number one, that my my grandparents had COVID around Christmas, so um, thanks. And I didn't go to Thanksgiving, so I mean, it's been a hell of a, a couple years. Enjoy your family, enjoy your your health, um, enjoy your kids if you've got little kids, because. It is fun to watch them, uh, the magic of Christmas morning and the night leading up to it. You know, there's nothing just, better just, than a kid waking up at three thirty in the morning to go see what Santa brought him. It's yeah, especially for parent, me. But but I'm up at three fifteen every day. Like this is my four days to sleep in. And this little shit's gonna wake up to see what Santa Claus brought him. But your little shits were up about five forty five this morning. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, but if you think you've got it bad, <clears throat> you're depressed and poor, poor, poor me. Drive by Children's Hospital. They say uh, things ain't as bad as you think they depression are. Depression skyrockets this time of year. It's horrible for it's, people. It's seasonal. It's seasonal. It's got, and that's another thing. So, um, depression being you know it ramps up this time of year because the days get a lot shorter. But that's the reason that we put Christmas lights up. We put lights up. We illuminate everything because it's the darkest time of year and cheers people up. Which I is also why we bring in. Um, the pine tree, it's green, the evergreen tree, it's always green. So it brings life into an otherwise. So we didn't do, we don't do Christmas lights. It's just a pain in the ass for something to us to have to take down on Father's Day. Nope. It's right. actually, uh, it actually lifts people's spirits. Because Boy, not mine. They don't. You don't even fucking deal with yours. I, that's enough. We, we had Christmas You pay, you, you pay had, somebody to do yours. Yes. Thank God. But there was times that I had to do it myself one or twice, once or twice. And it's a pain in the ass. But you know what the pain in the ass is? It's when you come home from the lodge at 8.30 at night. After I've been here since 6 in the morning, basically. Lights out. I get home for the second time. I leave the house. It's dark. I come home. It's dark. Yeah. I park in the back of the house. Mom parks at the front of the house. So I, we pull in at the – our drive, we have a driveway that goes completely through the house from the alley to the front of the yard. And she parks one end. I park on the other. We get there at the same time every night. We leave the lodge. And I get out of the car. She gets out of the car. And she goes – did you notice that four lights are out? <clears throat> no. Oh, yeah, the four lights out. Do you think you can get that taken care of? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to jump my fat ass up there right now and change them out. Yeah. I was like, and this is why I hate fucking Christmas lights. Exactly. That happened on December 3rd. Today is what? <laughs> December 23rd? 22nd. 22nd. 19 days in a row I've heard about those four fucking twinkle <laughs> lights. I hate Christmas lights. I hate them. Your lights aren't twinkling, Clark. I hate it. I'm telling you, I hate it. But enjoy your kids. Enjoy the look on their face. Um, know that you did enough. I mean, that's that's the main thing. You did enough for them. Uh, just whatever you could do is what. That's enough. That's I, enough for them. And enjoy them. 
especially if you've got little kids, because uh, I'm realizing that uh, it's not going to last forever. So no, I know you're. I know you're a pain. I know it's a pain in the ass uh, sitting up till about midnight putting shit together, but um, those days will be over. Yeah, buy things that are assembly required. Do not buy. Unless you're going to buy for your nieces or nephews and then pass that shit along. No, not if you got some. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just yeah. give that to your nieces and nephews. Well, God bless everyone. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, be safe. If you're going to drink and drive, drink, don't drive, please. I mean, that's the stupidest thing ever, and I'm going to do the same thing about New Year's Eve. Dumb as hell to get in the car and drink and drive. Anyways, after saying that, we're going to go eat dinner tonight, and I'm going to have me one drink while I eat, probably. Yep. A little drink and drive, and look at the Christmas lights. You think those rich people are getting their asses chewed out? Look at all these. They're looking at our Christmas lights, and you still hadn't changed that up there. Still uh, got, still got lights out. I feel sorry for them because they're getting judged. That's right. I'm judging them tonight harshly. Yes. Thank y'all. God bless y'all. Merry Christmas. Check out all of our great sponsors. It's not too late. You can get a late Christmas present, uh, late stocking stuffer. Go to Shin Gear Waiters, Steak Plains Meats, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Dirty Duck Coffee, Lucky Duck, Boss Shot Shells, Bangtail Whiskey, Eyesight Drones, Goose Creek Retrievers, Gundog Outdoors, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, and Stanfield Hunting Outfitters.